This is WSN. Love it or leave it. The underdog's on top, and you can either agree or disagree with her. But either way, the tribe is all here. This is a tribe called Chess. You can call the show anytime at 855-77-WYLDE. That's 855-779-9533. And, and welcome to a tribe called Jess, where we are short a tribe member tonight, but we're going to pull this through. I got Frank the Tank. Frank Diaz here, and I have Julio Diaz and our what's baby up, boy, Scott. And, and Jeff's in Fargo. <laughs> don't you know? Remember that movie? Don't you know? I told him, please record somebody saying something and send it to me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but the tribe called Jess. All the tribe is here, minus Jeff. And we are so happy to be here. We had a crazy weekend, a long weekend, an exciting weekend. Yeah, and we busy. have lots of dirt to talk about. Frankie and I were already arguing before we got <laughs> on the air, like a proper brother and sister should. How's everybody doing tonight? I'm doing great. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm pumped. You are excited. I, I love I, I I was very animated before we started. I know. <laughs> I, well, I uh, message you guys. I'm like, I'm really excited, guys, but I'm super hormonal. Anyone over 45 understands. Like, you can just feel your body go, bu, 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 and you're like, God, this sucks. Getting old sucks. Um, and then uh, I was like, wait, is Frankie also hormonal? Mm, you know it. <laughs> We're going to come to blows in the studio. <laughs> over rap music <laughs> and we'll get to that um but yeah first of all frankie you're back in the gym yes giving you a little shout out oh, you God, cried like walk. a baby I've, I've heard this literally every other text every other voice clip at the beach and we'll get to that our beach our beach day and literally, I can't walk. Yes, I can't walk. Oh, my God, I'm so hurting. I'm like, oh, my God, That's shut what up. I get for taking two weeks yeah, off. That's what you got. I, um, I didn't feel bad for you and gave you no mercy. I know, yeah. <laughs> you just gave me stuff to push and pull. I will tell you, I was beat up over the weekend from not only working so much and moving so much, but also uh, my workouts last week were killer. So I, I do feel your pain. But I want to give a big shout out tonight to Julio. Who crushed it in the gym? I have been on you to get in there. It's so important for your health. I always say, give yourself the best go. Yes, it's about aesthetics, but give yourself the best go of life. So I'm so proud of you. Please stick with it. Oh, Just yeah, definitely. Stick with it. And when the results start to come, you can tell me I was right. <laughs> Tomorrow we're back in there again. Yeah, 100%. Once I also, get laid, I'll be like, it was totally worth it, Jess. Yeah, once you get, see, see, yes, it's all about getting laid. Well, I mean, that's the motivation, guys. Do it. Um, and then, Julio, I want to give you a little props because you tagged me in a story with a Bad Bunny song. And you oh, know our crush on Bad Bunny. I do. Bad I crush. Oh, he's so hot. But I do love him with Kendall. But, God, every time I see him, I'm like, oh, my God. He's just sexy. <sighs> What you don't think so? Come on, he's sexy and he's got. Oh no, no, I'm talking about him. I'm talking style. about Kendall Jenner, or whatever. She, she's gorgeous. He likes. He's gorgeous. She's gorgeous. Maybe I'm just jealous. You're jealous. <laughs> Why are you mad? He's dating Kendall. No, he's jealous. He's jealous of Kendall dating Bad Bunny. Uh, yeah, that's what it is. She's gorgeous, and she's actually. I, I actually, as the Kardashians have involved and grown up. I enjoy them. I couldn't watch them before, and oh. now I just like they've changed. Just like everybody has an opportunity to evolve and kind of grow into themselves. Um, 
But I like Kendall. I think she's super smart, super savvy, and um, just beautiful. God, she's just beautiful. Any thoughts, Frankie? Or I don't really follow them. I, I stopped following them. I like the, what's the middle sister? No, Chloe. The oldest, Courtney? The, the uh, Kim's, oh, uh, Courtney. Courtney. That's and she's an Aries like. like me, and she's she, short She's short like oh, me. I like her. I she's, feel less about the other ones. No, I feel, yeah, I like her. And she, whenever she talks and I see her and they give her a hard time, I'm like, God, that's so me. And Courtney's <laughs> got some real sexy feet, too. Does she? Yeah. Oh, I have never paid attention. <laughs> no, I have. <laughs> I'm not like, oh, my God. I'm more like, oh, look at that style. I'm well, going to go She's always that. like, she comes out in, uh, like, yachts and her bathing suits and stuff. Yeah. And, she, I mean, she, I think she's beautiful, period. Yeah, she is. She is. And I, uh, I just love her personality because I... Totally get it because we're, I mean, she's like two, three weeks after me, Aries. Oh, yeah. I didn't totally know get it. And she's my height. So I love it. Feisty. Oh, Feisty. And, and, and like ballsy. Does not give a shit and will say whatever and goes against the norm. And I like, of yeah. course, that's 100% me. And she's <laughs> and, the oldest too, right? Yeah, she's the oldest. Yeah. Uh, then Kim, then Chloe, I think. And then I think uh, the rich one's the youngest. And, I, I, I kind of didn't yeah. follow Anyway, yeah. moving on. Love you. Shout out to the Kardashians. Listen to our podcast. <laughs> Shout out to Courtney. <laughs> Subscribe and follow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but we had a great time this weekend. We had Kings Walk Amateur Boxing League. Oh. They had a, a very large fight card, 26 fight card, and what I, a 26 match fight card. And what I did like about it, I mean, they were great fights, guys. They were amateur, uh, amateur boxing. Yeah. Um, just a lot of heart from all of them. Uh, and, but the kids, like they had 80 pound kids in there and I'm just like, God, they, I know the dedication from my son from doing travel baseball, uh, junior high, high school baseball at the same time, granted they balance that out and just doing it since he was seven and, and the passion those kids have at that age, it's just awesome. And I think it gives them direction in life. Um, you know, as a parent, I'm always glad to see kids involved in something, well, what did you think? You guys had a table. <clears throat> well, I was discussing with Julio, my friend, that uh, you never know where the next Mayweather's going to come from, right? 100%. Never Canelo. So that's how, that's how we were viewing it. We were like, okay, yeah. this might, we never know. Like, can you imagine like 10 years from now, I'd be like, oh, that's that kid, kid we I saw. saw. Yeah. yeah. So, so we were really into it. Uh, you know, the setup was nice, obviously, being next to the ring is always great. We, had, we could see everything. Well, yeah, and I think people don't know when I send them pictures. Guys, if you're out there and you haven't been to the fight at the Salisbury Center, I do my podcast from the Salisbury Studios upstairs, fueled by Monster Energy. Um, but the Salisbury Center is for any of their events, but uh, TCB Fights, which we're having another one, September 9th, that's Muay Thai uh, kickboxing. Yeah. So that's going to be super exciting, tcbtickets.com. Uh, MMA, Cagezilla, those are such awesome events, but people are blown away uh, how big it is, the setup, the music, um, the production, Jeff and Scott, our baby boy Scott put on, yeah. and Catherine uh, is in there. I have mad respect for Catherine, a woman in a tech world. I love when <laughs> I come up here and awesome she's doing, she does an awesome job. The music mm -hmm. always is on point with her. Um, you know, so, I mean, I just don't think they realize the setup here, how much fun it is, and it's like a night out. So, guys, cagezilla.com, tcbfights.com. Then we have organizations outside come in and throw, um, you know, like Kings Walk uh, Boxing League came in this weekend. Um, I, I just can't think right now who the grappling was. But, yeah, so I – and then – all the events that the Salisbury Center has. The concerts are pretty cool, too. Oh, they have concerts. Oh, they have comedy night. Awesome. 
you know, they had uh, local Palooza. I mean, just so many things. And it's a really cool place. So, um, but yeah, so those events, October 14th is the MMA and uh, TCB Fights and Cagezilla are the longest and largest running MMA and Muay Thai kickboxing promotions in the, and most successful in the DMV. Wow. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. And shout out to Jeff for where he's brought it. Yeah, 100%. So, but yeah, we had a really good time. Um, let's see. Then we jetted off. I, I was like, Frankie, you're coming to the beach with me. <laughs> I was just going to go. And then I'm like, I probably shouldn't go alone. Um, so, and we, I went home because the boxing ran really late. And Oshi was along way, alone way too long. Anybody that knows me, he goes everywhere with me or I have a sitter. And I was like, oh, it's all right. I'll be home. Well, I had to go get him. Slept two hours because I couldn't sleep. And we jetted off to Virginia Beach. Yep. I was at your front doorstep by 7.07. I know. <laughs> yeah. I was listening I was like, to the soccer game to the final, the women's world final. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That man. was exciting. You called uh, it. You <clears throat> called it all the way. <clears throat> oh. Should have bet oh, some God. money. Oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah. She called it. Wait. I should have been on notebook wagering for anybody <laughs> that doesn't know. Notebook wagering goes on right before us. And um, if you're into sports, into sports betting, love Q, love Smitty. Those guys are awesome. I'm going to try to record the end of their show and put it up in my stories. It was funny. They were talking about our show last really week. Really quick. We got a caller, Jess. Okay. Say hi. Hi. How are you? This is Jess. Hey, baby. Uh, is this is Jeff? This, do you recognize the voice? Of course I do. <laughs> How could I not recognize the voice? <laughs> Did you hear all my plugs to you? This is my lifer, Jeff, on the phone. <laughs> do you miss I us? Did. That's what I was going to tell you. Copa Elite. Copa Elite for the grappling. Yes. Yes. Okay. I'm, yes, I'm calling you from a hotel room in Idaho. Idaho, Idaho, Utah. I know, we know Utah. <laughs> yep. How's I? Oh, so you're not in Fargo anymore. I was just saying you were out in Fargo. No, that was two days ago. Yeah. How do you like Idaho? I love it. It's, it's <laughs> nice, but I'm ready to come home. Well, we I'm miss. Ready to come home tomorrow. We miss you tonight. Um, I went to a house. I randomly, guys. I do the weirdest shit. I randomly went to a house party. Uh, it was a really good house party in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, which if you don't know Coeur d'Alene, it's beautiful. And I ended up there. I drove the whole state of Washington and then ended up at a house party in Coeur d'Alene. How I survived and didn't get murdered, like ID channel, I have no idea. The crazy shit I did. <laughs> I don't even know where Idaho is. It's by Washington State. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's the one it's like when, when are you coming back, Jeff? Tomorrow. I'll be back tomorrow night. Okay. Uh, well, call me so we can chat. We're gonna. Frankie and I are already fighting before the show. <laughs> Bring us a keychain or something. Yeah, Frankie needs a keychain. <laughs> hand out some stickers and and hand out some tribe called yeah. Jeff stickers. <laughs> Jeff is on the on the west. I was working with Pacey at work today. <laughs> Midwest tour. Make sure you hit a strip club. Midwest tour. Let us oh, know yeah. the strip club to yeah. go to Idaho. Well, it's kind of wet. Yeah, I guess. I don't know what you consider. Whoa. Idaho is kind of that mixed bag there. So, what? Kind of what? I love you, Jeff. Thank you for calling and, and giving me my correct information. <laughs> You're <laughs> welcome. Even when I don't hang up and listen now. All right. Love you, babe. <laughs> Bye, <laughs> Even when he travels, he's love, like, you. love you. Bye. <laughs> Jeff's the best. Uh, yes. I swear to God, he's the best. He's just, I'm so lucky. I look back on when we met years ago and just, maintaining that friendship yeah. i like 
he, I swear to God, I, I can calm him. He can calm me down. So, I mean, it's just been a great friendship over 25 years. I love you, Jeff. I know you're listening. Um, okay. So we went to the beach. We went to the Tiki bar, my favorite. Um, I think it's Tortuga and it's at the oceans Hilton down there. Yep. And it's funny, my ex-husband and I years ago, and not that that it's just what reminds me of it is that um, we were like their first clients there. So I kind of like it's nostalgic, not because of him. <laughs> we're way past these remarried. <laughs> we're both happy. I don't mean it like that at all. And I love his wife. Um, but we were their first uh, customers, like one of their first at the Tiki Bar. So and their drinks are incredible. Oh. And so Frankie get. The obsession he has with just food and things that are good, it's just so funny because I don't embrace shit like that. You're slurping this thing like you just went to heaven. <laughs> yeah, they were really good. Yeah, was, they were. Uh, it was called peach something. Yeah, it was, uh, I don't even know what I had in it, but it was just deliciousness. Yeah, and then we can't wait. So then we went and we went over to... Um, uh, this place, well, we, we went to the beach because the whole point of me going, guys, you know you love your dog when, was for Oshi to run on the yeah. beach because he hasn't been, we used to boat, hasn't really been by water, you know, besides the Potomac. I mean, whatever. She had me pulling a stroller in the middle of the sand. I did. I made Frankie pull a <laughs> stroller. She was like, I don't know how we're going to make this. You have to carry it. I was like, no, nah, I got it. And I'm just pulling it easily. And tell her about that guy. Oh, my God. So, guys, <laughs> listeners, we're on our way back. And Frankie, you know, properly uh, pulls the stroller the right way so it runs to the sand. Yeah. This guy stops him as if Frankie had just invented the iPhone. <laughs> and he was like, dude, that's how you do it? I mean, this guy was probably our age. And Frankie's like, what? And I'm just standing there like, what the hell? Yeah, he was like, I just bought a stroller with the big wheels. I couldn't move it. It was expensive. I'm about to throw this thing. And I was like, buddy. Don't push. You pull, pull it. You pull it. Yeah. the stroller. I'm like, oh, wow. And you honestly would have thought. So that was Frankie and I walked away. We're just laughing our asses off like, dude, what the fuck? That's not that hard to figure out. Um, and then we went to that really, the waiter at the Tortuga told us to go over to, I forget the name that of the place. It was Atlantic on the Pacific. Yeah. And you outside, I'm like, okay, is this like <clears throat> safe? And then we go in. It it's like gorgeous. An it looked like it belonged in D.C. Dollar oysters, dollar clams, and then you had this lobster scallop bake thing. And I'm not into the foods. And oh my, it might have been top five dishes I've ever had in my life. Like it melted, and I don't even know what it is. It was incredible. So we get back. Hold on, we get back, and of course, my friend makes the mistake of going. Me, with panic disorder and generalized anxiety disorder with panic attacks, she goes, oh, well, you know that there's the flesh-eating virus going around and 12 people have gotten it and five have died. And, and one way, it's brackish water. You can get it with an open wound. And the other is raw oysters. So all I'm thinking is, oh, my God, I'm dying. I was like, well, what are the symptoms? <laughs> Do you think I'm past the timeline? And, and I, I mean, I don't mean to make light of it, but I was just like... Oh my God, this is, so I'm off of raw food till, till the flesh eating virus. And I love sushi. But just raw food though, right? What's your point? <laughs> I'm not, I, I wish I had anything raw at this point. Okay. If we're referring to men, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> that food was so good. But Jessica was texting me and calling me like, read this article. 
I'm like, no, Jessica, don't <laughs> no, read the Frankie, article. <laughs> Frankie gets as scared as I do, yeah, so I don't know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> exactly, don't read the article. <laughs> um, so anyway, that was a great, we had a great time. Um, Ushie, and then Ushie. this weekend, Julio and I, since you're a loser and going oh, to Chicago, Frankie, are going to sport our tribe called Just Hats, and you got a jersey made. And Scott decided he thought he should go to Nickelback. And not come to Flash Sundown with Coco and Breezy. Wait, 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 wait. When does it go back? How does that? Saturday. Where? Oh, you want to come? It's so exciting. I know, right? It's I got so a spare exciting. ticket. If you ditch Flash, I'll I kill know, you. Right? No, it just is going to kill me on live TV. So. You wouldn't have as much fun with Scott and Catherine. No offense, guys. <gasps> <gasps> oh, no. It sounds like a third Scott, are you sad to miss Sundown? I mean, no, I'm kidding. You guys will have fun. Nickelback's good in concert. No, you also let me know how it is, too. That's oh, cool. I'll be posting in my stories. I hope you watch them so you know what it is. Oh, yeah. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, guys. We all joke and call each other. So we're going to do that. He had a tribe called Jess, Jersey Made. I'm hoping my tank and our hats are in by Saturday. And you won't be wearing yours because you won't be with us, Frankie. But why are you going with your daughter? I think it's very sweet. Her best friend is uh, moving into a new apartment. And he's, he goes to DePaul. So it's their, oh, okay. uh, their sophomore year. So, you know, they're besties. So she's like, Dad... You want to come with me? I'm going to help him move. And I was like, sure. And then she's like, can my boyfriend come? I was like, ugh. So I'm, I'm going to be third wheeling with my daughter. Yeah, well, that's yeah. See, we know how to third wheel, Frankie. It's what, we're like, good. it's what we're good at. And, uh, she, but yeah, so I'm going to hang out with her Friday. Yeah. Saturday, I'm solo. Uh-oh. So you know what I'll be Don't doing Saturday night? Don't go to strip clubs night. when you're on a vacation <laughs> with your daughter. It's for work. It's to promote the show. <laughs> you better grab stickers yes. before you... Oh, we have to grab yeah, stickers, pasties. too. Yeah. Um, a shout out. I do want to give a shout out to my baby boy, my son, who started his junior year at James Madison University. Nico, I am so, so proud of you. One more year left. I might cry. I'm an ugly crier, but I couldn't be more proud. We talked for like 45 minutes the other day. And kiddo, I love you so much, and you're the coolest, and I loved our conversation. So big shout out. Don't get bad grades or I'm not paying. Good luck, um, Nico. Kill it. Kill it. Be kill it or he knows better. I won't pay. That's it. <laughs> That's it. No. Mommy mommy doesn't do bad grades. You work hard, play hard. I said, well, you know what I said to him? I was like, you can work hard for two years or, you, you know, you'll get kicked out. So w- yeah. which is it? But he's always done well. So I'm making him look terrible. He's always done well. We know you're good. We know you're good, Nico. Um, anyway, so then I don't usually talk about like what's in the news, but I was like reading several things in the news this yeah. week. One is poor Britney Spears and her man are getting divorced. Is that why she keeps posting those? She's posted videos? those for years. That, that's been for years. And love her. And, I, you know, I can't even imagine being as young as she was with the shitty family she had and making that much money all at once um, at that young age. Because I remember being 28 and making not even nearly what that would look like. But it it messes with you a little bit because people treat you different. Um, and uh, But the craziest thing, this is why I mention it, one of my best girlfriends and I back in December – they did all, you know, they do all the predictions. This one guy is pretty famous. I can't think of his name right now. He did a future prediction that they are going to get divorced before the end of the year. And we're like, we wonder if it'll happen. She sent it to me. I'm like, no, no, that can't happen to Brittany. No more bad stuff. And I'll be <coughs> damned. We were like, no way. And he predicted a bunch of celebrity deaths that had happened. It freaks me out. It freaks me out so bad. 
So what do you think of that for poor Brittany? Uh, I've always liked her. She's a sweetheart. And I, to this day, I'm like, her and JT should have been together. You know? Yeah. Her, I, I really like them as a couple. Her music's amazing. I like them as a couple, but they were young. I mean, yeah, she's a, I mean, she's a little cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, but like, I, I just think the people around her have led her down that road. Well, I mean. So what was she on? Was it what conservative? What was it called? The thing she was uh, what do you call that, Scott? Conservatorship? Conservatorship or something? Yeah. I don't want to get into that. I just think she should have stayed with that. Like, uh, Absolutely not. If you actually go in and read the court documents, um, they were just raping her for money. I mean, it was it was messed up, Frankie. I guess hey, you can't do you can't do that. It's her money. You can't. That doesn't mean she shouldn't seek other help. I'm not saying yeah. that, but you can't just take someone's money who's she's earned it. No, I agree. I agree. It's not their voice. Yeah. It's not their time. It's not their rehearsing every day. You know. I don't care if it's your family or not. That doesn't mean she doesn't need help. That doesn't mean she probably has a financial advisor. They have no right to do that. Anyway. Um, and then this guy's trying to take her money too. Huh? <laughs> the guy that's divorcing. They had a prenup. No, she, he gets nothing. Supposedly. They had a prenup, but he was trying to like renegotiate or something. Yeah, she, he gets nothing supposedly uh, with the prenup. So anyway, moving on from Britney Spears. Oh, poor Britney. We talked... And then Taylor Swift just single-handedly saving the economy across <laughs> across the uh, nation. And she really is. She's helping uh, the economy because she's sold out with ho- hospitality industry, hotel industry, which boosts the economy in general. I mean, it's it's such a thing that there, it's a news story. Um, so I, I didn't realize I was a closet. So I called Frankie. I'm mm-hmm. like, I didn't realize I was a closet Swifty. Like, I like... I. I, Taylor was he, neither here nor there for me. Like I yeah. liked her, like whatever. I like she was Selena Gomez's <laughs> best friend. Um, but like, so I'm like listening to hold on blank page, and I'm like, uh, I think I'm a Swifty. I know every <laughs> lyric to every song. Like just jamming out, knowing the words. Oh yeah. I was like, okay, okay. That was hysterical when she told me that. She's like, I'm singing every song. I know. Every song. I like, Welcome to the club. He's like, I was like, you're a Swifty. He's like, a hundred percent. Scott, are you a Swifty? I like her. Sure. Oh yeah. She's tall. Uh, is that good or bad? Probably good. No, she's super tall. You know like, I, I didn't, didn't realize. I didn't think she was pretty originally, but as she got older, she got. Really yeah, beautiful. I didn't think she was pretty. Did yeah. you, Scott? I think she's got. No, she's she leveled cute, up. But no, definitely like a lister now. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she's like as a woman, like as a as yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. teenager, she's like. Yeah, not really. But she then, was a little bit awkward yeah. looking. But yeah, exactly. She got grew into her body. She grew into herself yeah. and her confidence. She's a Sagittarius. I told you. Sag. And like you and her confidence, um, the way she stands up for herself, she leads by example on how to stand up for yourself. She's just as honest to the core about who she is. And shout out to Taylor Swift for single-handedly partially saving. Yeah, the, the numbers like unreal. And I watched TikTok clips from her show. I mean, she's goat. I mean, she's she's just goat. Um, moving on to my other goat, we'll get there. Hold on. Uh, yep, that was it. My other goat. So, like, I have always, always day one loved Eminem, and we, oh, yeah. we the grew up, city. we grew up in the golden era of rap, which we argued about because I'm like the golden era of rap is the '80s because that's when I'm a in mid '70s baby, and to me, I grew up on rap starter jackets, Kangol hats, you know, all all were influenced by my favorite rap artist. 
to me, that was the establishment rap. You're trying to tell me 90s. I'm like, no. Um, and you're trying to tell me what, Frankie? That Vanilla Ice what? I said Vanilla <laughs> Ice introduced rap to the white, you're to gonna the white get, kids. You're going to get And once sank. he made it popular, that's it. He like he, he made it commercialized. Like, Where the hell? Yeah. He no. commercialized it. Vanilla Ice, remember that song? Ice Ice Baby was everywhere. Everybody. So once he made it safe. Everybody Stop. like rap was like rap had made it. Like, so really. I lived in England in the eighties and then New Mexico, and you know I was into electronic. My other obsession was rap music, both equally. And I was rapping to you guys this week. Did you hear my rap, Solio? I was LL was my man in the eighties. I yeah, love him. Oh my god! Oh my god! He's so hot. Those lips. I don't think any girl would ever <laughs> argue with me. Oh god! Um, but anyway, huh? He licks him too much. He's like. Like every uh, if I had those lips, I'd lick them too. <laughs> <laughs> There's oh god, um, but so no. Do, do I you mean, have like one song that you from the '80s that you really like? I mean, if we like go my to one song, yeah, I mean a gamut of songs, um, but I would say the songs I loved and could could spit to were LL. I mean, even the fast ones, I don't know the words as good to the fast ones, but I'm bad. That was an awesome song. Um, but I need love, the slow jam. I rap that to you guys. Yeah, you tell me And then Roundway Girl. Who doesn't love Roundway Girl? That's, yeah. I mean, Elle Kuja has a lot of really great. good songs. But my favorite one, because I was younger. You know, I'm a little bit younger, so. You're two years younger. <clears throat> yeah, but it makes a big difference. I guess. Um, I mean, real quick, though, on your point, I, I, I disagree with you because living in England you know, I was military, you know, uh, my stepfather was military and, you know, we were all living on the base and we were all jamming to rap and, you know, equally, uh, you know, race centric across the board, uh, you know, mixed bag of all of us. And we all were loving rap. So I disagree with that in New Mexico, same thing. So I feel like I never had that I guess because I was in Philly and then went uh, to New Mexico, then England and back to Philly. Um, I just always liked rap. I didn't see it that yeah. way. Uh, and I think the BC Boys to me would have been the biggest. If there was an influence of crossover into mainstream, it would have been BC Boys. I mean, I, I just think that one song that Vanilla Ice released just made it like commercialized, right? Yeah. So now the, like every, the rappers and everyone were able to profit from it. That's yeah. that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying it was like I mean the I would look at you know what you should look it. you should look it up. And that's actually Nico's walk on song for pitching because they called him Ice Man because mm -hmm. he could ice him because he's lefty. Yeah. So that's his walk on song. But for me, like the one eighty song that I remember, yeah, I had bought this tape in California at a swap meet, <laughs> and I would play it was Lottie Dottie. We like to party yeah, by Slick Rick and uh, we don't Dougie Fresh. We like, don't sound, we don't bother nobody. That one song would play it. And then yeah. we heard the lyrics. We were young. I was like nine or something. And then my buddy and I, we heard it. And we're like, oh, that's what it's saying. And we kept repeating and we couldn't believe what the lyrics were. Oh my God. I remember my dad. So my dad did scuba diving. And I'll tell this quick sidebar and then we'll move on to our subjects. <clears throat> but my dad was a scuba diver. So they do, as a, he's, he's a master diver as a hobby, teaches, yada, yada. And his dive club was doing a treasure hunt. And um, he comes to me, he's like, Jess, as part of our treasure hunt, have you ever heard of the song OPP by Naughty by Nature? We have to get the lyrics. Do you know that song? And I'm like, um, uh, um. <laughs> <laughs> like, my time has come. 
handing my dad over the lyrics written down on paper, by the way, because there was no <laughs> cell phones or anything fancy back then, was just probably what I was like, dad, don't hate me. Get out with OPP. Yeah, you know me. <laughs> and if you don't know what OPP means, look it up. <laughs> Oh boy, I love I'm naughty. By you, those two years makes a huge difference. Jessica. Naughty by nature, not because I hate you. But back in the eighties, you had we talked about MC salt Lake, Queen, Salt and Peppers here, uh, and we're in effect. I used to roller skate to them. Who in the roller days skate. in my yeah. nights? I always get that line messed up. All right, anyway. So, um, but Eminem. All right, going back. Oh, yeah. Eminem uh, was with I can't remember his name, uh, the Filipino rapper. Um, oh, sorry, guys. He, they they released a new song. Oh my god! It, he's just the way he bends the lyrics, how quick he can spit, how just the way he methodically puts them together, and how he will just diss the living shit yeah. out of anyone when he spit. I love it. I love it. And I think I never thought he was good looking, but in the last, um, I would say like as he's gotten into his, I think he's more my age. I might, I might be wrong. He might be in his forties. He's yeah. in, Oh God. Yeah. I think he's my age to be honest. Yeah, late forties, early. 50s. He's gotten very good looking. And I love the way he has raised his daughter, even when he was broke and it raised, I think his niece or something like he's just a really good human in that way. And, um, I, 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 God, he's goat. But then in the eighties, Frankie to argue, you had ice tea, ice cube, Dr. Dre, end of 80s, 90s. How can you even say the golden era of rap was the 90s? Come on. 80s had Beastie Boys. Oh, Beastie Boys were great. Yeah. But I feel like Beastie Boys kind of blended rock and rap. Run DMC in Run the DMC, 80s. Though. Public yeah. Enemy in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Like, they laid the like groundwork. Late, like, late 80s. And then no. the 90s is when everything blew up with, like, New Pop. Maybe like in New your York, world. Was, no, but it was, like, New York rap. And then it was, like, West Coast rap. That's, you know? always, that's always existed. Yeah, but I'm saying it just got bigger and more popular. Or maybe just maybe just media got bigger. The internet developed in 1993, so maybe that's what made it that became, happen. It became more mainstream. Yeah. You know, that's... No, I always thought... I just grew up with it. So between electronic and that, so it's hard for me. I mean, I grew up in Philly and moved away for a bit and came back, but I grew up with it. So I'm curious what the audience has to say on this one because... You know, I just think the golden era of rap to me was the 80s. Now, if you ask 90s, I love me some Tupac. Are you Biggie or Tupac? I love them both. Oh, no, no. Tupac all the way. Tupac to me could just spit so good. Anyway. I don't even want to say anything about Biggie because people are going to get mad at me. Wait, I like (laughs) I I I never liked Biggie, period. I just never, I, he was just my style. I, just I wasn't going like to put him. on Biggie like I did Tupac. No. You know, Tupac is more my style yeah, too. Yeah, I love and Tupac. I, just, I listen to everything Tupac. And I thought he had a pretty face. I did. Tupac. Yeah, he was a good looking guy. Yeah, he was a good looking yeah. guy. Poor Tupac. Uh, poets, remember what was that, that movie he came out uh, with? Po- Jackson? Uh, I just thought of it. It went Justice through my po- head. Something Poetic Justice. Poetic Justice. I actually Great went movie. to the movie theater when yep, I was out in so California to see that one. I saw Poetic Justice yeah. in the movie theater. That's funny. Was it Punani? Was it was that the word? Punani. Punani, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're, we're giving you backwards there, uh, Gen Gen Y, Gen Z. Yeah, and millenni- like, well, I think millennials like, What decade was this? Oh, a long time ago. <laughs> I don't want to put a number on it. Yeah. Oh, Eminem gave a big diss to Gen Z in that song. <laughs> they got to listen to it. That song is fire. But at the end, he I will say he says, I love you, Gen Z. So. Is that Realist? That's the song you're all talking about with Easy Mouth? Yes, the realist with Easy Mill. Easy Mill, right? He's yeah. from the Philippines. My uh, One of the guys I w- who would agree with me 
uh, I've talked about him on the show. He was the boyfriend in my like sixth, seventh grade that played You Could Love a Bad Name huh. at it because I broke up with him or we broke up at a, at a high school nice. dance and embarrassed me. Wow. <laughs> Jessica breaking hearts so I'm, young. Anyway, he, he was like, yeah. The, oh, yeah, uh, you told me about this yeah, story. Yeah, I, well, I told that. it on the yeah. show. Yeah. That's, that's what like, it was, yeah. Nothing's changed. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get a lot of things there we covered. Let's get into Ask Jess. Speaking <clears> of breaking hearts, I have a really good question for you. <laughs> No, I have not broken anyone's heart lately. I talk to air. <laughs> <laughs> so this one's a good one. I want to know, well, you know, I should always do, hey, Jessica, question. Hey, Jessica. <laughs> I always get nervous, but now I'm starting to just feel like, okay, just go with it, Jess. So how do you feel about dating a guy who's real open with his emotions? Um, I... First of all, I would love that. I, of course, if I was with somebody who wouldn't express themselves, that bothers me. Um, I have been with, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say um, I was in long-term relationships. Not that they weren't okay expressing their emotions, but we're really vulnerable and emotional. I mean, unless we're drinking, that's different. <laughs> but, um, but I have been on dates where men are more open, more vulnerable. And I like it. What I do like, though, and I, I, is there a follow-up point to this? Because I guarantee I know you. You have intention with this question. <laughs> and keep talking. I'll, I'll give you my thought afterwards. So I will say when a man, yes, I want him to be honest and vulnerable and emotions and all that. It's 100% and I mean mm. it. I do like, the, I've had certain men where they express it in such a way that it sounds, I don't know a better word for it, too emo, <laughs> as to where oh. I'm just telling you the truth. <laughs> for me, I've had men who completely say the same thing and are, are just as completely an open book but keep some, I, I guess, masculinity to that. So, And I can only say that it's just a feeling that goes off in me that I can oh. be like, eh, versus, oh, yeah, like, same, it could be the same conversation and it's the delivery because I, at the end of the day, and I will say this because I guarantee you're going to come at me, <laughs> is there is a piece of women that want you to still be masculine as you're expressing those emotions. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. It doesn't make it, it right or wrong. I'm not saying that, but I can just tell you from both sides of the fence with equally emotional conversations, the one who kept that masculine and gave it in that delivery yeah. where I still felt like... <clears throat> safe woman yeah i don't know how to explain it so as you're crying your heart i'll just flex you know? <laughs> yeah. sure i was like yeah scott do you I'm get so what i'm saying <laughs> are you gonna be a non-participant <laughs> uh, sorta yeah i don't know how to explain it guys i i, well, I and this, i told you this earlier i said careful women need to be careful what they wish for because the problem that i that i see sometimes is that <laughs> get it out let me take a Quick. deep breath <laughs> no is that i don't want to wait for your pauses no, because out there what happens is you know you, okay you say you want a guy who's who's open and and you know with emotions and, and tell you how he feels and stuff like that but then i've seen it where women are like they'll use terms like are you done bitching you know uh why are you whining and it's like you know you asked me to be open. Right. You, you expect it to be delivered a certain way, you know, and if it's not, then you could be very harsh. And sometimes that's why men 
don't open up yeah. because when we open up like that, it's like completely, you know, being vulnerable. Right. And when you're vulnerable, you know, it's like. Yeah. You, Scott, you, have you experienced that? Oh, okay. Julio? Oh, no. I'm like, uh, I'm, I, I really don't express myself as much as I should. So. Yeah, who really is super closed up? Yeah. Yeah. I, so I have an opinion on that. I think it's also the uh, sort of the girl that you're dealing with, right? Because any, I think it's evolving. I can hear John's back. Okay. <laughs> hey, John. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing well. How are you tonight, John? I'm good. I'm good. What's what are the going on tonight? Uh, well, we're into it right now. So if you listen in, you can call in right now. We're talking about um, if when men are vulnerable and open up to women, if women like that or not, or if I've experienced that. Oh, wow. Do you do you open up normally in relationships, or are you more closed off and don't really share your feelings? It depends on the woman, because it can be used against you, and 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 a argument, or if you break up, and then your secrets that you expose will be exposed to others, and it can get real nasty. But um, vulnerability is, it, it all depends on if you, the trust factor there, really. And I just, I, I just said that, John. I just said that to Frankie. I think it's the sort of woman you're with, right? And I think, you know, it, again, I go back to what I always say on, on the show. I think I've said it a lot, is that we when we're getting into relationships, the problem is we fall in love with the feeling and we're not really, or is this person the quality of person that I want? Do they match my values? Do they match the level I'm at? Just because somebody might say, Frankie, stop bitching now. The next guy, she might, you know, work on herself. Because I think anytime, whether it's a friend or a partner um, or anybody, that when they come to us with real raw emotion and then we come back at them and, and put them down, you know, then that's on us. There's work we need to do as a person. Personally, I, I can tell you after, you know, just being 48, being single again and being back out there, I'm asking the right questions, even things that hurt me to walk away from situations that I might know wouldn't work long term for yeah. me. Um, or, or just, you know, if I think about someone, and I see something and I'm like, OK, that I just know I'm able to know where I'll negotiate the right questions I need to be asking and to not get caught up in that. Oh, I love you because it's been a week and you're amazing and I haven't been in a relationship for almost two years in March. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, when women open up... Hold on real quick. John, I appreciate you calling. We're going to continue with the discussion. Um, We have a lot to talk about tonight, so just keep tuning in. And I really appreciate you listening and calling in and caring about the show. Thank you so much. And no problem. Have a great night, John. Hey, you too. (laughs) I so like your sweet. points too, John. Good points. Yeah, he had really, yeah. actually, really, really, really good points. Good points. Enjoy it, John. I listened back to John last week. Uh, somebody, one of my Ask Jess questions, I put it out to the audience, sent one in. What did you think of the callers last week? A, one of them is my uh, girlfriend. 
who is just, I have so much mad respect for her. Um, so, of course, she's awesome. Uh, and, but John, I said, he, he really, when he called back in about privilege and told the story about when he was overweight and how he gets paid more now, um, how he gets treated different, and told the story about the heavy set lady on the side of the road needing a car fix. And that, I was like, actually a really great caller. Yeah. So to answer uh, my fan question, <laughs> it wasn't a fan. He was just, I put it out there. Um, you know, I really like John and my girlfriend calling in. So they were great callers to answer your question. Yeah, But yeah, points. Frankie, I think we need to be asking the right questions to end up with the right people. I think that there's a level of women that want men always to be a little bit masculine. I think some women are better at being with men that are super, super emotional in their expression. I'm not talking about being able to say things, um, you know. So I think it's asking, and we'll move on from this, um, asking you know, the right questions and making sure that we're ending up with the right sort of person that's good for us and right for us, that we want to make it right with Scott, right? That's what we're going to... Can I give a toast at your and wedding, Scott, and say that? Please, you found, honestly. You found the one you want to make it right with. Aww. And that allows you to be emotional. <laughs> <laughs> Great question, Frankie. I think that could be a whole topic one yeah. night we'll cover. Um, so if let's table that for it. sure. Yes. I, think, I think it's a great topic. I have a lot to say, but... We have a lot of show, and Scott wants to go home and not be here. <laughs> oh, my. Well, I got a question for you. Oh, you do? Ooh. So you talk about a lot about relationships and, you know, stuff like this, but I'm curious. Have okay. you ever had a friend with benefits? Yes. Oh, okay. It never ends well. Oh, what do you mean? The benefits or the uh, friends? No, the benefits are always good. Um. I think, first of all, I think people take friends with benefits as situationships. When I say friends with benefits, truly a conversation was had and it's friends with benefits. It's For me, that was someone I trust. I know it's clean. We've had, oh, look at Oshi, right. right in the middle of a shot. Oh, <laughs> um, baby. I can just hear the subscribe button. Um, subscribe. Subscribe to Oshi. Don't worry about us. He's always here as our mascot. Um, but I think... And it usually isn't me. I don't think it's ever been me. Correct me if I'm wrong. Anyone just don't call that on the show, please. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's okay. Um, someone catches feelings or they can't handle that situation. Um, you said it's not you? No, I don't. I've never oh, caught wow. feeling. And you know why? Because when I go into a friends with benefits and I'm not in one, I haven't been in one in a while. Um I'm making sure that I don't have those sort of emotions. Would I, is that something I do now? No, no. I, I mean, I'm out there looking for a partner, not someone just to F around with and waste my time. Because I think a lot of times, A, yes, it's physical, Scott, but I also think a lot of times with those situations, we're filling an emotional void and therefore we're able, it's no different than alcohol or partying or over gymming. I mean, it can. It doesn't have to be unhealthy things, and it's a distraction f from our emotions that we really need to face. And that gets deep, but it's a. I can tell you, when I was a naughty, naughty girl back in my mid thirties, <laughs> that you know it was fun. Don't take me wrong, but a lot of that was self sabotage. So I didn't have to commit because I was so afraid of love and and being hurt. So. Um, but you only know that by, that's why they said youth is wasted on young as you get older. Cause you learn so much. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Just the relationships develop, you know, like yeah. they evolve. So it could, it could be pretty good for a while, but eventually it's going to evolve. You know, it could either become a, 
either, you know, like she said, someone develops emotions, they want something else, jealousy yeah. starts, then maybe you yeah. want to control a little something. Or, the problem you know. is I, someone like me, and normally it's the woman, I think, that might catch feelings. But I know a lot of women that are good about, if I compartmentalize that it from the get-go and say this is someone that I can truly be friends yeah. with and I don't, I know I'm not going to have those feelings with, then I can't. And then when somebody catches feelings, first of all, I feel terrible. Yeah. you. I ruined a friendship because it just... It, that's what it is. And, you know, I mean. But guys who catch feelings too. We just, that's what know. I mean. They, it's been yeah. guys with they me just that don't, They catch. just don't admit it, but it's, I'm going to say it's almost No, the guys half. admitted it to me yeah. and it ruined friendships. So, <laughs> yeah. and I, I wasn't reciprocal, unfortunately. And that makes me feel bad. I mean, I don't feel proud of that. You know, I have a question though. Is that the same thing as, uh, I was watching this show and they, they referred it to as safe dick. Is that the same thing? I re- Interesting. Well, I told, wait, I told you that expression. <laughs> oh, okay, well, I didn't want to say you, but so I what's it mean? What's I think say, I, wait, hold on. There's a difference between, in my mind, against safe dick and and friends with benefits. Oh, what's it? So what's the difference? I can't say right now. <laughs> I want to know. Come on. Why are you turning? Why are you this is like school over? right now. Um, Scupper has no pad for this. <laughs> <laughs> He's Let's table this it. for next week. Write it down, and I, I'll I'll be able to phrase oh, it better. Up part B part next B. week. You oh, got to tune in. Wah, wah, you got to hold on. I'll wait till Jeff's here because you got to tune in to get the answer. I'm leaving. You got, the- you got to tune in to get some safe dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure all the guys are really excited out there, Frankie. <laughs> yep, we were- <laughs> well, that's a term. Obviously, it means also for yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, Julio, what do you got for me? Scott, very good question. I, I know. Thank you for thinking. I love when Scott participates. I know, I get all excited. He's my too. favorite 25 year old. <laughs> he gets so He's excited the best. over there. He's the best. I like people give good feedback about you, Scott. Woo, I'm glad. So you can't ever not be on the show. You're like What's officially like? part of the tribe. Like these hot single moms are like, who's that? You know, well, we did write guy. down the five things we hate about you, but we didn't want to hurt your feelings. <laughs> oh, you should have done it. <laughs> you should have done it. She told me stop at five. I kept going. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, we're going off air, guys. <laughs> <laughs> there goes the show, guys. Tribe called Jeff canceled. <laughs> what do you got, Julio? Well, first of all, I just want to say Scotty doesn't know. Um, <laughs> Wait, I don't get it. Oh, it's a song it's about Scotty not knowing what's going good on. Good song, good song. Good yeah. song, good song. Okay. Um, so after Scott's like amazing question, mine's kind of stupid now, but I wanted to know um, about the best compliment you've ever received. Uh, one from a guy and two from a girl. I think that, why do you think that's a bad question? Because this was a lot spicier. Mine's like, tell me about yourself, Jess. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I actually know these. Uh, from a girl, my favorite compliment ever was from one of my girlfriends who I hold in very high regard in terms of um, just, she's extremely well-spoken, extremely smart, fun. She's kind of a mixed bag like me where and Frankie, we talked about this this weekend and I kind of got teary eyed, I think, because I was like, you know, I think uh, people miss that about me and it makes me sad, especially in the dating world. Like I don't, they think because they meet me in a social scene where I'm dressed like this and fun, they, it's like, I don't fit the bill for anything else, just prejudgment. Yeah. And then they don't know the five, 10 other sides of me that are, or the way I think, or, you know, I, I, I say smart people don't have to say they're smart. I educate myself a lot. Um, but she, we were talking one day and it wasn't like she just said it in passing. She was like, just, you're really, really smart. 
you're just really intelligent. And I know she's listening. Um, I just happen to know because she listens to the show. And I like almost start crying because to be acknowledged for that, it means so much more to me than any of my friends. And and it means something to me. I don't mean to take that away. Like, oh, you're pretty. Oh, you got a great body for your age. Blah, blah, blah. Like that meant the world to me. So um, to be told I was smart and she meant it and coming from her was cool. Um, And then from a guy, um, the best compliment I ever received, and it wasn't someone I was um, in a relationship with, not that they didn't say that. It was the way this was said and the moment it was said is, I trust you. And I, that, I hold my um, friendships and anything beyond that. Um, I'm so loyal to my friends, to my partner, to anyone I'm hanging out with. Like, you know, I'm not hanging out with someone just to hang out with them. They're either my friend or whatever. (laughs) And um, it means the world to me um, for somebody to say they trust me because I think that is I can be trusted. Yeah. Like, I'm funny and this and that, but I literally am loyal to a fault to the people in my life, and they mean everything to me. Um, so that was, that was a big, what about you guys, Frankie? Mine's not so deep. Mine's all superficial. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. So what you want to hear first, the woman or the guy? Let's do the woman. So the woman, the best compliment. I've had a couple, so I'll give you the one that, uh, that I actually liked a lot. We only got 23 oh, minutes know, of a right? show. Let's go. I remember, uh, <laughs> a woman telling me that she thought I had really nice thick lips and that they look very kissable. Did she kiss you or what? Of course. And then she kissed me. She did? Yeah. Was it like a hot sex? I know you love the kissing. Like me, I like the kissing. <laughs> I mean, of course it was To me, kissing enjoyable. is as good as sex sometimes. Yeah. So that was, I mean, that was that's pretty hot. nice. Yeah, that's hot. Yeah. yeah. And she she gave the follow-up with the kiss. Correct, I mean, what correct. could be better? Well, she's basically asking to, to kiss me. So yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, from a guy. <laughs> <laughs> so I used to work construction when I was, this is when I was really young. I was like 20. And I was working construction and I was picking yeah. up a friend of mine in Chinatown and I was at the corner of a light and this guy passed by. Right. Yeah. And I just heard somebody go, mm, I didn't know s- such good things came in small packages. <laughs> right? what the yeah. fuck? And I was like, so I'm at the, the corner light and I turn around and I'm like, and nobody else was there. Just me. I was like, Oh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> What do you even say to that? Exactly. I didn't say anything. I didn't cross the street. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. What is yours, Julio? I don't know. That's, that's kind of hard to follow up with. But, um, Did you? You got to have one. Oh, yeah, of course. What um, is it? So, from a guy, it was, um, so I was, uh, like, I was like, I think I was at the mall or something. Yeah. And this dude comes up to me, and he's like, I think I met him maybe once, and it was, like, for, like, five seconds. Yeah, I guess I left a really good impression on him because, like, yo, didn't I meet you like three years ago at this one spot, at, like at this party or something? Yeah, like you're so and so, right? He's like, yeah, man, it's so good to run into you again. It's like, okay, cool. I have no idea who you are, but you know, it's nice yeah. to meet you too. So I guess to be remembered, to be remembered like that, just, that's important because yeah. you d- look. I one thing I tell people: if you want to go out of your way in a day or do an act of kindness a day, I do this all the time. My brother and I are, are uh, big believers in this. Nothing is more important than somebody being called by their name. So when I'm at the gas station, the grocery store, whatever, they all have name tags. And I address them from, I look at it the first thing when I get in line. And it's the last thing I say, I address them by name. Um, And they always smile. 
Or and my brother, he's the sweetest man ever in life, and he gives them a nice compliment. You know, guy or girl, he always can come up with something great to say. Um, so the impression we leave on people is good and you should feel really good about that. All right. What about a girl? We got to move on. All right. Real quick. So, um, she was talking about, you know, my, my guy down there and she was like, it's the perfect size. The big ones really hurt. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Scott. (laughs) (laughs) I can't even right now. (laughs) Scott, do you have a fu- quick funny one from a guy or a girl? Oh, I have no clue. I don't keep track. I get too many. Oh. oh. Good comeback. I like it, Scott. That is the Aries in you. I knew you had it in you. See, I like that from him when he acts like that. All right. What, you, Scott. you get one more question because we got to get to our main topic and the funny one at the end. All right. This is another good one. Okay. And this is the one we had when we were in Virginia Beach. We started almost arguing. Oh, for f- <laughs> F's sake. <laughs> Just got to take a bathroom break. I had to take a back. break. I was going to beat him. Punch me in the throat. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. Okay. I wouldn't go that far. You so my question him. is, <clears throat> how far, um, how much are you willing to sacrifice on your blueprint of the ideal man that you, you know, that you've created, that you want to meet? And when I mean blueprint, you know what I'm talking about, like, all the list of positive things and qualities that you wanted. I think what you asked partner. me in Virginia Beach. Sorry, guys. I got to get Oshie's diaper. <laughs> sounds like a toddler. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the show's real. We go live. We go live. Um, I think what you asked me there is why do women always say that, oh, it's the perfect guy and then they're not with them. And it was a two-hour discussion of you asking many follow-up <laughs> questions. Well, it was, be- it but, was. But hold on, I appreciate that about you because you genuinely want to understand. Yes. Um. And and it's hard for me because you're very literal, and you have to get to that place where I'm like, Frankie, you're not. And I don't mean that bad. No, 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 I, I, I appreciate it from you. It's not no. a criticism. And I said to you, I have had a guy that I. No, for many, many, many years, way back, um, when I was single, way back. Like, and on paper, he is perfect for me. Perfect type, perfect looks, excellent job. Not, again, I don't want to give the impression, but you know, like, um, so generous to me. Um, He's into the same music. He's into sports. He actually is older than me, which is shocking, but he looks younger. Um. And the problem was, as much as I enjoy his company and like him, and I did like him a lot, um, a lot. Like, I could totally see it, you know, there was just not that connection that I'm looking for emotionally. And I think, and you weren't getting that. I think at the end you got it because I said, I have two other friends, right? One could totally not care about the connection and is more... I want to create a good life with somebody and just build that. And that's okay with them. There's nothing wrong with that. Another one that's kind of in between. And then there's me where I'm like, you could be all these things, but the most important thing to me is connecting. And I just didn't have that vibe with him in the way I need my, I guess my feelings fairy tale per se. And so I said, the blueprint might be there, but if you don't have that connection, that you know is your forever connection. You can't do that. I, I'm not willing to sacrifice that connection. Now, 
I do want a guy with same values, uh, same hustle as me. We've talked about that on another show. Yeah. That's not to negate that, but it has to come with that connection. I would sacrifice other things to get that, what I need. Yeah. I mean, that explained it to me because I was, remember the, the word that was triggered? Oh, you were getting That triggered so me. So the thing that triggered me was, you know, women list all these positive things, right? It's like a long list. And then you hear the, but. Yeah. But <laughs> I know? think, but I think Frankie, you have to remember that that doesn't, I still adore this man. Like yeah. he's still a wonderful man that, that it, it, it takes away nothing from who he is. It's just, I can't, he can't be my forever, even though on paper he's perfect. Well, it leads me to my follow-up. <clears throat> then we got to get on to our subject. What are you willing minutes. to compromise then? Like on that blueprint, like on your list, what are you willing to compromise that you could be like, okay, I can live without that. Um, not, not being six foot. <laughs> not being six foot. There you go. I don't think on my main core values, I, you know, my main core things like um, that I want out of a guy, which I have a list of them. Yeah. I, I don't think there's much compromise there. But going as I get down that list, you know, I'm able to say, okay, me, where I won't compromise, where I was told by one of my friends, and I'm not mad at them at all, but he was like, Josh, you might have to compromise compromise on someone that likes the same music as you and wants to do those things. I said, Oh hell no. Oh hell no. Because I live this lifestyle of going out and people think clubbing that that's not how it is guys. It's festivals and underground and music. And I love it. I fucking love it. And I, there was a couple in DC proper jobs there. I I, I'm going to assume, and I don't want to offend them. 60 year old, they're at echo tables. They've been with me at the MGM they go out together. They love each other. They're at every festival you can imagine. They fly to festivals. So why do I have to say, I'm not doing it. Yeah. It is so important to me. And so I will find that guy. I will find that guy. Um, does he have to always go? No. But I mean, I would like that. So yeah. I'll find that guy. Because I. what am I supposed to do? Go by myself? It's a, it's, it's a part of my life. And when people tell me I have to sacrifice like something that means so much to me. No, I, oh, I will I, I not. Know music is important because when we hung out on Sunday. Well, I'm not going to a country like concert car, every weekend. The car was blasting. We had our speaker at the beach. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. we and went, I was we like, music. turn it up. Fuck these people. Yeah, we're oh, sorry. Go, yeah. <laughs> All right, we got to move on from this. So, um, but great questions, guys. And I think that's another topic we could explore oh, further yeah, too because I think there's great discussion. Mm-hmm. Scott, did you have an opinion on that? Uh, no, I liked what you said. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Oh. Because <laughs> I'm amazing. Nothing with Frankie. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, whatever. I just want to wait till next week for my question. Scott <laughs> just wants to go home. <laughs> no, no. We actually have a viewer question. Do you want it really quick? Yeah. So somebody said, what is the, what is the weirdest place you've ever done it? <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> the one that first came to mind was by railroad tracks <laughs> outside outside oh wow. i told Great. you mine on sunday i think right was it sunday i was telling you what about that about that one girl that uh she was renting a place and she couldn't so she took me to uh, she lived right there for route one and I had, we went into the by the potomac river oh and yeah like by the grassy area she put a blank <laughs> she put a blanket down yeah, oh, that's kind of cute. No. We just went at it. Next thing you know, I, I, I wake coat. up like in, I don't know, <laughs> two a.m. in the morning, like butt naked. Like yeah. where the heck am I? <laughs> that's what I remember. Um, 
Oh, this is good. uh, We'll have to tell the viewer or I'll tell the viewer that I will definitely think on this one because I know there's (laughs) There's just been so many places. Well, I mean, I'm 48, guys. It's not like I'm 25 like Scott. And I've lived lived almost half a century, for God's sake. (laughs) We'll have to think about. That's a good one, viewer. Jeff said in the butt. <laughs> I digress. Um, oh God! Good question, caller. Good question. Good question. Was it Jeff or, or, or caller? Viewer. Viewer. No, it, was, it was not Jeff, but he a had viewer. a good comment. That yeah. was a good comment, Jeff. Nice, typical you. I love it. He does miss us. <laughs> no, I'm thinking of uh, that song from the '80s, doing the butt. Go go. Yeah, I grew up in DC, so go go. Go go's good. Go go was good. Go go's still good. Run Joe, run Joe. Yeah. Do you do go go? Do you like go go, Scott? Like the music? Yeah. Sure. That's what, fine. What is Go-Go even? I don't even know. <laughs> like, we'll, I'll send him shit this week. Yeah, please. <laughs> Scott's going to be like, no. So, Frankie, we also had a conversation. Uh, you and I were talking, and any of you, please participate. You two. Uh, what are your names? <laughs> the tribe. Just call them the tribe. The tribe. Um, we had a conversation on how to move on from people. Whether mm. it's been a big relationship you've ever had or whether it was, um, you know, even someone you might have dated a few times. Sometimes you do get caught up, right? Yeah. Um, ooh, real quick. I want to go around the room. I forgot about this. And these quick answers. <laughs> okay. Do you believe in love and first sight? We're going to go around the room. Uh, for sure, yes. First sight? Yes. Love? Yes. Really? Oh, you know I'm a big romantic life. Father. Next oh. week, I want you to elaborate, Scott. Oh, 100%. I agree. Heck yeah. I don't know if it's love, but I, I'm, I can be like, yeah, that girl looks fine, you know. <laughs> but I don't know. If so that's my like wiener fine was in love. <laughs> there you go. I'll get that. Um, so I believe in energy at first sight, and I want to elaborate on this next, uh, maybe next episode or a few in. I definitely believe in energy at first sight. I think you know people's energy, and I have met people in life where it. I wasn't in love with them, but it was harder to let go than love because our energy was so vibing i believe that and but what about love at first sight you asked us a different question no i'm saying i don't believe in love in first ah. sight. she believes in energy but spark it's different i i mean i i've met people that i haven't been around or in those situations for mm. long term where i had deeper not love fe- feelings because that connection that connection was so strong and um, I couldn't possibly call that love, but just a connection that I would take that over love. <laughs> well, Kylie Minogue has a song called A Love at First Sight. It's one of my favorites. I love Kylie. Is energy mental or physical? No, mental. It's just a where you're just, I, you know, I, I think a lot of things in life are dictated by energy because we are energy. Yeah. Um, and when you vibe with someone on that level of energy, whether that's, that can even happen with friends. I mean, I've had friends where that's such a strong energy. You feel it like you're just like, whoa. Um, and you never forget it. Um, so I believe in energy at first sight. I believe in both actually. Yeah. But yeah, love at first sight. Yes. But what, but that, right here. that goes, oh. that goes to my point. Uh, we were talking about how to move on. And I, I mean, People, it's a very cliche thing to say, right? Yeah. But I, I go back to what I've taught myself during this last year and a half, and what I've worked on is um, not loving from ego has been a big thing because when you really think about it, a lot of us love from ego. He mm. didn't, she didn't, this. 
And I guess the point is when either it's a long-term relationship, right? I mean, let's compartmentalize the things that can go wrong. Okay. I, I get it. You know, people cheat, people, things happen. Fall okay. out of that, love. That's over here. Yeah. Fall out of love. That, I mean, that's a fair, I don't think that's wrong. I think people are quick to walk away. Um, but it, but that's not my problem. If, you know, if somebody wants to walk away, I understand that. But I think to not love from ego in a good way of how you can move on. And I think if, if people, viewers and listeners at home really thought about this is at the end of the day, you have to love someone the way they need to be loved. And sometimes that's loving them because they need to let go and go on their own journey, mm. whether that's because they don't love you anymore or just things aren't, you know, quite right between you and things they can't live, live with. It doesn't mean they don't love you. It just means, you know, they need to walk away from the relationship. And I think when I started really thinking like that, and I, I know people be like, you think you're evolved. You think you're perfect. No, I've really thought about this, that it helped me to move on because they need to go on their journey. I want them to be happy. I want them, you know, my past loves to find happiness a, at the end. And if, you know, that that's meant for them and that's not meant to be with me and that doesn't make me mad at them. Therefore, if I choose to care about them, from a place, not from my ego, but from a place of my heart, it, it's, it was easier to let go once I really thought about that. I think also, guys, ladies and gentlemen listening out there and viewing, you got to have self-love and respect yourself, right? If, because if someone's not loving you, it, it's not being mean, like, you better respect me, you don't respect me. That, that's not what I'm talking about. It's okay if they let you go. You got to move on. Respect yourself. Yeah. Know that it doesn't mean if you think it's there, don't fight. I fight for it. I'm not saying that because I think many relationships are saved by somebody fighting for them, and then both people fighting to make it work. Um, but you know, your gut always tells you. Your gut knows, it, guys. If you just listen to your gut in every situation, for the most part, your gut's always telling you. Your intuition is always telling you. Um, Walk away, love yourself. Your journey ahead is so much better than that situation. And it's not easy to do when you're going through it. Trust me, I'd be the first to tell you it's horrible. Um, but God, the other side is so amazing. And I and love yourself enough not to fight for something that's not there anymore and respect yourself and know that what lies ahead is so much better than what lies behind. Yeah, I, I have a similar view of what you're saying, but I think the word I use is at least that helped me is sometimes it's hard to let go because we make things personal. You know, we take it very personal. Well, I think relationships on any level are, they are personal. They are, but then, but at the same time, it's like we, we take it too personal, right? Um, like one of like one of the examples you gave, if a person realizes that they don't want to no longer want to be in a relationship yeah, and it's not because you're bad or, or you're not, you know, you're not fulfilling your part. They just, have different goals. They realize yeah. they outgrew their relationship or whatever it is. Yeah. You know, like your ego. I've been on both sides of yeah, this. Your so, yeah. ego or when you take it personal, it's like, oh, well, like, how can you leave me? Well, like, I I'm think, the, you know, I think it's normal to question yourself and go, what's wrong with me? I mean, I can tell you just from guys, more not, not long-term relationship, but guys I've dated and they went on and they come back and they're like, you were amazing. I wish I would blah, 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 blah. And in the midterm, I'm like, what's wrong with me? You start to really question. And then I'm like, nothing's wrong with me. I mean, I say I'm a lot. I mean that in a good way. 
Yeah. It's going to take quite a person um, to match up with me in that way. And I, I, I get that. And not everybody can handle this. Well, <laughs> I don't we, mean that for in a sexual way. <laughs> but, you know, we, we decide to give how much, you know, we're the ones that decide how much power we give to that person, though. Because why do we take rejection so badly from that one person? I don't take rejection. No, no, I'm saying I'm talking bad. about, like, let's say me personally, right? Yeah. Like, like when the person that I love so much was like done with me, I was like, oh, devastated. Like, of like, course. like there's nobody else, but it's like you take it like there's nobody else over because there. Because like, that's that's human process, yeah. Frankie. I mean, that. But that, once, me personally, I got over it once I started taking it so personal. I was well, like, I you think you get over it by going through the process of, of breakup, right? Yeah. There's pro- grief is a process, whether somebody dies or a relationship dies. The grief, it, very different, okay? But that's grief. Yeah. It's no different. Um, and grief is, uh, you know, proof we loved. And so um, I think it's just a process. And like I always say, uh, don't waste the pain. If you don't waste the pain and level up, I think um, you come out on the other side so much better. And But I think the first time, you know, when I got divorced, I, I definitely wasted the pain. and didn't. I what, learned a lot, but I didn't learn a guy. What do you mean by waste the pain? I, I, I went out. I I drank. I don't mean drank like alcoholic. I partied through the pain. I mean, I was out. I didn't sit with those feelings. Oh, you didn't learn from it. You're saying maybe not learn. I definitely evolved as a person, but I definitely numbed the pain. Like meaning, Mm. like I have to avoid this pain. So I would spend two hours in the CrossFit and then go to the regular gym. And then when I didn't have Nico, because of course being a mom, that was number one. But then when I didn't have him, because you know my ex and I split time. you know, then I would just party through the pain. Like, I'm yeah. going to go out. I, I shouldn't say party through the pain, distract from the pain, distract whatever me. that was. So, therefore, I didn't have to face the pain. That's what you're saying, yeah. So, you know, I I think we, we, we could go on and on and on about. All these topics we were talking about are like, we can talk, you know, follow up. <laughs> just little glimpses of. The oh, 100%. And, and people out there, um, please DM me on Facebook, um, you know, uh, on uh, the, the Instagrams, the TikToks, uh, Tribe Called Jess one and try on Instagram and Tribe Called Jess page on Facebook. Um, absolutely, I would love to hear your feedback. And then obviously follow, subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, push that button, Google Play, and iHeartRadio as well as YouTube. But yeah, Scott, do you have an opinion? Have you ever had a situation where you had to move on? And then we will get to the funny wrap up of this show. I'm a hopeless romantic. I, I get that. So believe it or not, and I know it's hard to believe coming from me who sa- comes across sounding mad. So am I. I mean, cry in the bed like a, a little little bitch, which I like, and I a hopeless romantic. And my fairy tale doesn't look like Cinderella, but I do like when you ask me about Barbie, right? I mean, I still believe in, in that, but what that Prince Charming just isn't the typical Prince Charming for me, right? I know. But have you ever been heartbroken and how did you move on and how do you know you do it differently now who says i've moved on oh fair scott's have you had your heartbroken more than once uh now that i'm older i can respect stuff more but at least once what do you mean respect stuff more like i wish i would have appreciated my relationships in the past yeah what do you think uh, okay so that's a little different so we can get into that on another show (laughs) but what do you mean by that that's what I mean. Like I, I definitely took people for granted and 
maybe I ended things prematurely or who knows what, you know? Made spontaneous. Know. Aries, yeah. I mean, Aries, we are very impulsive people. I think we evolve into really um, totally. awesome people. Aries yeah. do. I mean, I know I'm going in the sign thing, but I'm always right. <laughs> um, so I, I, get what, I get what you're saying, but I think you'll evolve and, and, and you know, but we are impulsive. But at the same time, oftentimes when I've looked back, like if you were to go ahead 10 years and you're with this amazing person that you end up with, whatever that is for you. And you learn so much from this show that yeah. we, you better end up with the right person. You're going to look back on that and be like, thank God I've made those decisions. Now, how you handle it would have been different. Probably how we handle people. Like uh, if you went through a breakup now or you wouldn't handle it the same. I respect that. Oh yeah. I, I think, yeah, I think you're a good sort, Scott. We're going to find you. Aww, a good woman. I appreciate it. Um, all right. So let's, I think we have lots of more content. I definitely think I'd love to bring guests on for that content and definitely need Jeff here to get all pissed off and give his two cents <laughs> that we're talking about emotions. Right, Jeff? You can text Scott. I love Jeff. Um, he only gets emotional about his hair. Uh, <laughs> That's good. The best lines the best lines in last week's ep last week's episode. If you haven't listened, audience, please go back and watch on YouTube or Spotify. One of the ones I mentioned earlier. Um, it was so funny. So the best lines is when I rated uh, Joe Burrow. I, I hope I didn't mention this already in the show. As honorable mention of my top five ho hottest NFL players. Yeah. And um, he's lucky he even got that. And Frankie goes, I think he's hot too. <laughs> <laughs> When Lauren said she th she thought she should be in top five, and then the next best line was Jeff like, "You touched a note. You is it better than mine?" <laughs> that was awesome. All right, guys. So I always like to end on something funny. We'll wrap this up so Scott, our baby boy, can go home because he works really hard and does all the podcasts. And make sure you're tuning into all the podcasts on the Wild Style Network. They are all awesome. Notebook wagering, which we always mention. Um, now it goes out of my head. Welcome to Manassas. And what is Jeff's like show? Oh, my God. Stand up and shout. Stand up and shout. Sorry, Jeff. You know I know it. Just Stand blank. 48. Shout. Okay, fair. Um, but so ending on something funny, I said to the guys, I was like, okay, pretend that we're on dating apps, which we're not, minus Scott and his once in a blue moon swipe to boost his ego. <laughs> I said, let's pretend that we're writing like not a positive bio that you would put out, right? How you'd be so fucked up for them to date. So go ahead, Frankie. I'll tell mine at last. I'm afraid to say mine because I don't want them to get the wrong idea. Mine were <laughs> terrible. Guys are never going to want to date me. I, they already I, don't. <laughs> I, I quoted Moria Carey's, uh, why are you so obsessed with me? Wait, Frankie has, a, wait, Frankie has this conversation <laughs> with me. And I'm like, but that's about her like talk well that was about Eminem yeah. hey remember that controversy and I was like but that's about a girl saying like you loser why are you obsessed with me he's like yeah I'm the loser <laughs> yeah I'm the one that's obsessed <laughs> <laughs> uh, and what's your other one? Oh, and then my movie quote was oh this one just fills my heart you had me at hello <laughs> <laughs> that's a great movie Jerry Maguire oh. is a great movie and that that scene. Have you seen Jerry Maguire, Scott? You can shake your head. Yeah. You had oh. me at hello. You had me at hello. <laughs> Is that it? Yeah. I mean, I could go about to leave. Like, All right. About half an Julio, hour of this stuff. <laughs> you have one? Uh, so I think I was thinking like back when, when you asked this. 
um, that song, <laughs> I'm a loser, baby. So, so why, why don't, don't you kill, kill me? me? Yeah. <laughs> That's and, funny. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine reading that on somebody's bio on like <laughs> the Tinders? I've never been on dating apps, so I don't know what they look like, but I'm a loser, baby. Why don't you kill me? That's the guy I'd swipe right on. <laughs> it would be. <laughs> it worked, everybody. All right, so Scott, do you have one by chance? No clue. No clue. I didn't mm. think you did. All right, so mine, I had to write these down. Um, so being a Swifty fan, but it is one of my favorites. It is my favorite Swifty song is Blank Page. When she says, I'm a nightmare dressed like a daydream. <laughs> you know what's so funny? I actually really love that line. Oh, too. that line. But my yeah. favorite line out of that is, um, uh, hold on. You know I'm wait. I love the players. Oh, but you really? love the game because yeah. it's so true. I just always end up with the fucking players, but they <laughs> love the game. So I mean, we equally Swifty all the way. You, you see that? Said, you see I that? You were in trouble when you walked in. <laughs> I'm gonna do a duet with her on um, the TikToks, so I'll put that out to that line specific. She has a great cutaway, so I can duet on yeah. the TikToks. So I'm gonna do that. <laughs> I can't wait to see it. But besides the players, I'm the coach. So anyway, and then my favorite, favorite, if I was going to write like a tagline, you guys remember this song. I'm a bitch. I'm a lover. I'm a child. I'm a mother. I'm a sinner. I'm a saint. I do not feel ashamed. I'm your hell. I'm your dream. I'm nothing in between. <laughs> perfect. I said that is like the perfect bio for me. A tribe. I'm a tribe That's of people perfect. all in one yeah. movie line. You know so what? I think that will be my bio. Oh, there's there's applause that right song there. <laughs> all right, guys. So we're going to go have fun at Flash. He's going to go to Nickelback and diss me for Flash. Him and Catherine, I'm very upset. You're dissing to go to Chicago. And we will have the Shite most fun. Town, my baby. stories are going to rock. Anyway, guys, please tune in next week. Thank you for tuning in. Take good care. Later. Bye.